Welcome to Signs from the Other Side with Fern Rone. I'm your host, Fern Rone, and this is the place to share stories of signs and messages received from the other side. Today, I am joined by psychic medium Bill Phillips. He is the author of Expect the Unexpected and the newly released Signs from the Other Side. Great name. He has appeared on national media, including Access Hollywood and Dr. Phil, and numerous radio shows. More importantly, he has helped thousands of people receive the validation from their loved ones on the other side that they were meant to receive. His new book documents individual cases of the many ways spirit can come through and also provides a bit of background on what got him here. Hi, Bill. I'm so happy that you're here right now. Hi, I'm happy too. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. So it's so funny. I follow the hashtag, of course, signs from the other side on Instagram, and I <laughs> couldn't help but discover you and notice your book. Um, and I, I put, you know, in my notes specifically um, to reach out to you because it's, I don't believe in coincidences. But then your publicist reached out to me, and I was like, funny, you, funny, you should contact me. Um, and when I first read, you know, like the first line of her um, message was like, you know, I noticed that you have a podcast called Signs from the Other Side, and I was like, oh no, I hope, I wonder if they're going to ask me to change it. <laughs> Then I kept oh reading. <laughs> so of course it's like me to jump to conclusions. I was like, oh no. And then of course I kept reading, and I was like, oh, they come in peace. <laughs> it was meant to be. So I'm of so course, happy we're doing this. Of course, <laughs> yes. I mean, it's definitely a universal message, you know. So mm-hmm. I just love the synchronicity behind it. Yes, it's, we were meant to. We were meant to connect. Um, yeah. So this newest book. Um, doesn't delve as deeply into your background on purpose. Um, so your mm-hmm. first book, Expect the Unexpected, um, does more of that. And um, I look forward to reading that because I've only just discovered you. And so I'm so excited. Um, but your background is truly fascinating. Um, and we can, we're just going to, you know, touch on it a bit so people can understand where you're coming from. But it's, yeah. um, it's, it's extraordinary. Um, it was difficult, your childhood, you were born to, um, to, your mother and father both suffered from addiction. Um, your mother essentially kidnapped you. Is that the right word? I mean, I think that's the word uh-huh. you used, right? Yep. <laughs> Moved, mm-hmm. You were in New York for three <laughs> years. Um, and then your mom's boyfriend's uh, sister, who you were staying with at the time, contacted your, ja- contacted your dad. You went to Vegas. He was still um, going through his addiction. And then you moved in with your beloved grandma in California. Um but you do such a great job of writing about them in such a non-judgmental way. And I have to be yeah. honest, you know, I'm, I'm such a work in progress, aren't we all? There were times where I, I was so angry for you. Like, I just wanted to go back in time and, and yell at them and just protect you. Like, I wanted to hug young Bill Phillips. How did you get to the point of, of it sounds like you, well, I, I know what's happened since then, and we'll, we'll talk about that, but... How did you get to the point and when did you get to the point of, it sounds like you you aren't angry anymore or ever. Yeah, you know, that's, that is true. I, I'm, I'm really um, grateful to say that I'm able to see both sides of the coin, you know. And so in yeah. this situation, yes, it was very traumatic. And yes, you know, there's things that, no child should ever go through. But looking back at it in hindsight, it's almost like I was getting my 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 spiritual training on, on some level going through this. You know, as mm-hmm. as the wounded as the wounded healers that we are, 
um, you, typically what I've, what I've um, come to know is that every, every light worker, whether they be a medium, a psychic, an intuitive, they, there's something that happened within them that, you know, broke open their heart in a way where they were able to see the world differently through a spiritual mm -hmm. lens. And for me, that was my childhood. I didn't have any other <laughs> options. And, right. um, I, you know, I remember back then, and even as a child, you know, three, four, five, I remember um, at night, you know, seeing faces around me, you know, with mouths moving, and I, I didn't know what to make of it. And my mother, mm -hmm. um, you know, told me that I had watched too many scary movies. So of course, that programming <laughs> kicked in for me and, you know, and that kind of diminished. But what did emerge was through all that trauma that, that you know, that, that I went through, there was this um, force field around me, there was this energy around me that as a child, I, I didn't know how to really label the energy. All I knew is that all I had to do was go within, close my eyes, go to my safe place, and I was protected. And that mm -hmm. is something that, that sort of grew um, on its own as I became more aware of what that energy was. So, um, you know, when my mother passed away um, three weeks before my 15th birthday, I was able to see her on her deathbed after almost six years. So, you know, there was just one trauma yeah. after the other trauma. And of yeah. course, being her, being her only child, you know, it was, I thought at the time my life was over. It was just like, I, I couldn't believe what was going on. But um, now, right. you know, and having the experience of, of her coming to me and, and guiding this process for me ever since, um, I, I see the blessing in it. And I know now on this, on a soul level that, we had this agreement together that she was here to bring me here and to work with me from the other side. So, um, you know, I, I truly believe that when we um, take the ego out of it and we're able to see things from that place mm -hmm. of love, that it, it, it just show it totally validates um, that we're here for a bigger purpose than we realize. It doesn't matter who mm -hmm. you are. So, so for me, that this is the path that I obviously chose on a soul level and I'm so grateful for that. Um, and, you know, um, unconditional love is something that we're here to experience, you know, and, mm -hmm. and for me, a lot of times that comes through forgiveness, and it comes through releasing and not holding on to the past. And so I feel like, right. you know, I'm also a work in progress, too. But I, I definitely <laughs> feel like there's no reason to, to um, harbor anger, you know, it's, it's only yeah. love, and I only have acceptance and love and, and actually gratitude for that experience. Mm -hmm. So you so you moved in with your grandmother and didn't see your mother for six years and then got a phone call that she was dying, got on a plane, went to New York as a 14 year old. So you were 14 years old flying across the country, knowing that your mom was about to pass. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, it's something that, that when I was, when she had kidnapped me and took me to New York, we actually were in hiding from, my family in California. So nobody knew where we were for, I want to say, at least a year, year and a half. Um, so, you know, I, I could only imagine that my family here, my dad's side, did not want to make, you know, to have that happen again. So they were mm -hmm. very um, sure about protecting me here. Um, and and I, I will also say that within that, within that almost six-year period, I did speak to my mom, you know, we, we had mm -hmm. great conversations. It wasn't perfect, you know, but we mm -hmm. definitely had, yeah. had, had this inseparable connection. Um, and so when she went to the hospital on a Monday, um, you know, and didn't come out of the hospital, it, it was, it, for me, um, what I realized was I had to 
surrender, you know, because on, on mm-hmm. a human level, I wanted so badly to, you know, rekindle that connection with her and continue it, you know, in the physical. Mm-hmm. Um, but as, as it goes, you know, we get what we need. And so I, mm-hmm. I really know that um, we have developed this connection um, from here to the spirit side. And I, I'm just so grateful for that. But yes, it was, it was awful, you know, something that hopefully not many people have to go through in this lifetime. Right. And you describe, yeah. I appreciate that you say, you know, all of this that you went through, through your childhood, <clears throat> including mm-hmm. that, that you're grateful for it, that you, um, that you, um, wh- what you just said was so perfect, that it's about unconditional love. And when you take the ego out, um, <clears throat> that you were, you you're, had to go through it to learn what you were meant to learn for your soul to evolve and for you to realize your gift. And it, it's not many people would choose that, but we choose our, I feel like we choose our path. We choose our lessons for someone to, you know, um, experience that, but to say that they're, they were grateful for it is such, um, it's so inspiring. And I really appreciate that. It's it's really inspiring. I have I have to work on forgiveness. Like even and, and nothing even close to that ever happened to me in my <laughs> life. But like I think of my first grade teacher who was mean to me and yelled at me in front of the whole class and i I blame her as like my source of all of my anxiety <laughs> and I'm like, I can't wait to find her and scream at her. But <laughs> Oh yeah. Well it's it's true, you know, and those that's the age, you know, four, five, six, that's the age when we're the most impressionable, you know? So of mm-hmm. course um, we, you know, those, uh, those impressions are, are left with us on a subconscious level. And so we, I, I really feel like it doesn't matter what really, what, when the damage happens, it does happen to every one of us in its own unique way, you know, and part of our mm-hmm. journey of being here is kind of unraveling those layers and just, you know, um, releasing the layers of, of pain and ego to truly be guided to our, our purpose. And, you know, um, I, I did not seek out to, to be a medium, you know, it's something that mm-hmm. I, I know just, I, I came here to, to do and something that I, I never would have thought, you know, in a million years would have been my, my life's path or my calling. I actually, um, when I was younger in my teenage years and actually going into my twenties, I was pursuing opera, um, opera mm-hmm. performance and I was pursuing music and um, that's something as well that, that I realized I was supposed to experience to understand uh, vibration on a deeper level and to truly resonate with it because music within itself is something that I believe um, shows us, you know, mm-hmm. vibration and, and where, you know, how to feel and how to get out, how to get out of the, the pit of despair, you know, when we're there mm-hmm. for us is that gift. And so, I, I know that um, they, they really do go hand in hand together mm-hmm. and they also, sh- and it also shows how, how, where spirit resides and how we can sort of be on their level more frequently. I have here in, in my notes in bold letters, you have two gifts. <laughs> you were, um, <laughs> you were accepted to the San Francisco Conservatory of Music to be an opera singer, mm-hmm. one out of a hundred who auditioned, you were the one selected um, and you graduated yep. in 2008 and you I love, and I I can't wait for everyone to read the book and for all of us to kind of have a book club online. Um, but I love <laughs> how you were practicing your gift um, when you worked at the cafe and were trying to guess names of customers and working mm-hmm. on it slowly but surely. And then when you graduated from this 
prestigious school, you mm-hmm. told your mom and dad, my calling is to be a medium, and they were not happy. <laughs> your dad um, did not, definitely did not understand. Your grandma, um, is she still alive? Is she still around? Yeah, yeah, she okay. is. I'm, I'm oh, so nice. grateful. Mm-hmm. And she's you yeah. know, um, very Christian, um, and, you know, the Bible says no, you know, we shouldn't seek out mediums. Um, but dad has come around. Is grandma still not so sure? <laughs> you know, it's something that, that she respects about me. She knows mm-hmm. that um, she knows the, the genuine nature of who I am. So she, she respects that. But it's one of those things that it's sort of like don't ask, don't tell between the two of yeah, us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, you know, the what, what happened was when I was um, when I had discovered this within myself, I was 18, and um, I I actually was was running away from it. I I was like, especially you know, in the early 2000s, this was not something that was as mainstream as as people are, mm-hmm. know it more of today, you know. And mm-hmm. um, and ha- having not come out of that closet yet, you know, I was just mm-hmm. I I it, it was it was a major struggle for me. So that's why I decided, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pursue this, this gift that I've been working towards in high school. And I went to the conservatory and mm-hmm. as, 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 you know, as persistent as spirit is, you know, they had another plan <laughs> for me. And so they, um, you know, they, they knocked doors down up there and connected me with the right people to continue mm-hmm. that, that spiritual journey. Um, and, um, and it was towards the end of, of my time there, it was very liberating. And, and I knew that um, I, I knew where, where they were going with it. And so I had this intention with them that, okay, I will, you know, make myself available. And um, if you want me to do this, then you will send who needs me to me. And that's always been my, my, my arrangement with them is I don't, I don't go out, you know, uh, on the street and, you know, talk to people. I only... I have my space and I set it up that way. And I, I feel that if the person truly needs that through me as the conduit, that their people will get us in contact. And that's always, mm-hmm. that's always how it's worked. So I'm very grateful um, beautiful. for that, for that trust within them. Yeah. yeah. It's beautiful the way it always kind of worked out perfectly. The right people mm-hmm. cross yeah. your path. Um, and your, your friend's mom helped you, you know, kind of really at the beginning working with someone and then you went to the class, which you also describe on your website that, that changed mm-hmm. your life really. Um, mm-hmm. So do you recommend people, you know, you, you mentioned when you were, I know when you were little, you would kind of see these faces and people were kind of talking to you. Do you, um, so do, do a lot of people who have this gift feel um, like particularly when they're young, I feel like they, are afraid to be alone, like there's someone there. Is that common? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and yeah, I, and you know, especially as children, because when we're when we're so young and and we haven't really um, shut off that part of the brain, you know, we are mm-hmm. like wide open vessels. So we're we're experiencing the world in a much different capacity than our parents mm-hmm. are for the most part. You know, we are. Mm-hmm. We are like this this exposed nerve, this 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 complete empath to the energy around us. So I, I feel like mm-hmm. it's very common, just on a on a on a regular level as well. That I feel that when we come in here, we are sensitive, and and a lot of what happens is that that sensitivity 
um, diminishes through what we're told, you know. And mm -hmm. so for a lot of people, they have, they do have this, this ability, this gift, but it's been sort of um, kept at bay with fear, you know, fear mm -hmm. of judgment or, or fear of what people may think um, or say. And so I feel like a lot of people, um, you know, kind of repress this and what happens as a result is sometimes it does turn out you know as, as a form of addiction or someone trying to numb um, those mm -hmm. feelings because they feel like no one else really understands them mm. um, so you know there's there's so many ways that that can go but um, you know I, I I know that a lot more people are um, are experiencing it and they're not really wanting to verbalize it um, and that's 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 the reason why I wrote this the second book was I really yeah. wanted to um, to show people and to um, you know uh, take away that fear and just allow them to resonate with the stories so that they right. they knew like you know I I have this experience too and I'm so happy to read that I'm not crazy <laughs> you know that yeah. this is something that that, yeah. that we that we all experience on some level so right. Um, so it's, it's been really cool to, to see that empowerment, you know, take place. When you were in that class, were you thinking like, you know, these, I remember being little kid and people talking to me, but like, who were they? <laughs> they must've been spirit. Yeah, like, you know, kind of go off. <laughs> it did. It did. Because um, what I realized was that when I was younger and I had those experiences, even up until, you know, my, my later teen years, it was a, it was a little bit more of a dramatic experience for me, you know, mm -hmm. of, of really seeing that. And um, what I've realized is that once they got my attention, um, they, they sort of backed off in the sense of, of being that dramatic uh, with, mm -hmm. with opening my eyes to it. So it's sort of like the energy shifted. And for, for me, um, it became much more of a subtle, just kind of paying attention to my thoughts and my feelings to understand how they coordinate and how they kind of um, attach, you know, and, mm -hmm. uh, and, yes. and chan channel, channel through me. So when I was in that class, I did not know, you know, I, I was listening to the instruction, but I, I really just had to go in and, and feel that same sort of feeling, that, that, that safe place that I went to as a child. And when I went to that safe place, that's when everything kind of emerged. So that's when, you know, I was able to, in that, in that particular evening, you know, bring through this woman's dear friend who had died of a prescription pill overdose, you know, and, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and for me, it was just, it was just very simple. It was just paying attention to my thoughts, you know, and, and really right. just giving, giving power to them and understanding, you know, what, what were my thoughts and, and, and kind of um, deciphering what was mine and having that discernment that, that really was sort of the goal and, um, and the sort of test was being able mm -hmm. to let go of the rational part of myself that wanted to sort of tell me you're crazy, you know? Right, right, um, right. Yeah. It was so. kind of like you were meditating when you were little, you were like getting into like a meditative state to calm your mind and then like doing that again later on. Yeah. In, in a different way. Yeah. 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 I really feel and, that that's what it was. Mm-hmm. And your mom, after your mom passed, she came to you in a vision. Um, mm -hmm. Were you scared? I mean, I know you describe it in the book, but I'll let you describe yeah, it. Yeah, you know, it was more of like a feeling of just elation of, of like, mm -hmm. well, what is go what is this? You know, um, right. and of course, being two days removed from from just seeing her in such an awful um, mm -hmm. space, 
it was very affirming to me and uh, very comforting to me. Um, but the, the, the fear part of it was, oh, my God, I can't tell anybody about this. You know, like, right. <laughs> no one's going to believe me. This is crazy. You know, but the, the, the experience within itself was incredible. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I can still think back to it and just this, this incredible light that was surrounded, that, that she was surrounded mm-hmm. in. And it's just something that, you know, with our limited human minds, we only will see a certain part of what, what really is there. So I, I feel mm-hmm. um, so grateful to have had that experience. And I, and I know that a lot of people do have that experience, you know, whether it be mm-hmm. through that visitation or through through the dreamscape, but a lot of times they like to come through in ways that are more subtle that require us meeting them halfway and being in the present moment. And that's through, you know, just a complete um, plethora of of different symbols and signs that they're constantly sending to us. Mm -hmm. I love it. And I love your explanation of your beliefs. I was reading this section and saying like, exactly, exactly, exactly how it works. And (laughs) Um, it's so perfect. And, um, you describe a few things that I know a lot of listeners will can certainly, they will definitely agree and they'll be screaming exactly too. Um, that we pick <laughs> our parents, we pick our partners, we pick everyone that we're, um, we're here to learn. And these are the people that we, we're kind of, it's our soul group, as you describe it. We're all in it mm-hmm. together. Um, perfect description. And, um, the description of spirit guides that they can be um, souls we never knew on earth that we, you know, they, they're guiding us. Um, but we don't, you know, it could be like your grandmother passes and then she's watching over you and sending you signs and guiding your path. But it could also be, I feel like there are guides who I've never met on earth. They have never been in earthly form, but they're guiding me, all of us. So there are spirit guides. Um, and then your explanation of deja vu. Um, for, I've gotten deja vu. I don't know if it's my crazy brain, but so often <laughs> that, um, so my brother's a, a medical doctor and, you know, the, the oh. medical explanation is that um, the, that moment is going to the memory part of your brain instead of the processing part of your brain. So it feels like a memory, but the spiritual mm-hmm. explanation is that, as you said, you're on the right roadmap, like (laughs) you're on the right path. Um, Mm -hmm. And I love that. And I, I, whenever I get deja vu, I'm like, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. This is confirmation. Thank you. Um, And I love that too. And I um, appreciate your explanation of, of, you know, religion. And it always makes me laugh when um, people are, you know, against mediums because of what it says in the Bible, but the Bible says so many things that are horrible and barbaric that like, we should supposedly <laughs> be doing. And, and I think like, don't, you know, this was written to 2000 or, and more than 2000 years ago. Like we've evolved since then. So don't listen to everything they say, like we've gotten better. Um, so I, I appreciate your stance on religion. Um which is it's everything I was like yes exactly exactly um and I loved it so um do you were you raised in a certain were you raised in church going to church with your grandmother yeah so my my grandmother she she definitely gave me that that Christian foundation um and um 
it's something that, you know, I, I feel that we have, you know, we have free will coming in here, you know, to, to mm-hmm. this world. And, and I, I feel part of that is being able to sort of cultivate your own version of faith. And so I, I am grateful that I had that, um, that education from her in that sense. You know, I remember mm-hmm. being a child um, and watching the, uh, she had these like Bible cartoon stories that she would play for me Aww. when I was, when I was, a, when I was a kid. Um, and um, yeah, so it definitely gave me that, that foundation. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I, I really feel like everyone is entitled to their opinions, you know, but when it comes down to it, we're, we're all sort of the creator of our reality. So we all mm-hmm. basically what we are, what we believe is what we experience, you know? So um, that's, that's the beauty of a free will. Mm-hmm. And that we're all one. Like we all go back to the God is love. We're all, we're like, Oh, I like to say like, we're all in it together. We should exactly. all be rooting for each other because we're all, you know, the person walking down the street, that's, that's God. And, uh, you know, every, we're like, we're all, when we all go back to it, we're all going to be one. And that mm-hmm. is God and that is love. And if it were, um, if it were something, you know, evil or nefarious, no, the word love wouldn't be used. Um, love, right. God and, is and pe- love. Exactly. And, and people ask me a lot, you know, what do you believe as far as hell? You know, is there a hell and my response is always, you're, you're, you're living in it right now. Yes. Like, the, the, the earth plane is, was the experience to give us mm-hmm. that reference of light and dark, you know, happy, sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I, I know that, that we come here to really experience um, all of these emotions. So that's mm-hmm. why life is, is, so, is so grand and so beautiful is that we have this extreme contrast between, you know, the, the brightest blessing and the, and the darkest hour and um, and we, 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 we truly have designed that um, before we came here to have that experience. Mm-hmm. So when you think of it in that sense, you know, it, it sort of takes away the, the fear base um, and also gives you um, the awareness to know that we have the ability to create our version here of what we want to experience. So a lot of mm-hmm. times when I'm channeling, you know, um, those that are on the other side, they're always talking about you know how they wish they maybe didn't work so much or they wish they maybe you know weren't so fear-based mm. about take, taking these risks you know and they they really their message to us is don't let don't let fear rule your life like this life goes mm. by so fast take every opportunity create what you want to create you know create your version of heaven on earth like they're all about mm-hmm. that so um when you think of it in in that context you know life becomes everlasting it's not just here but it's we're we're here for Mm -hmm. a short time and it's a ripple effect and whatever we do here continues on with us you know I'm a firm believer Mm -hmm. in that but but really you know um when you get excited about life in that sense and know that that you um have this power within to to make those changes and, and to really live a beautiful life we all have that ability so um I think that's great too on on a spiritual level is to, is to understand that, you know? Perfect. Yes. Um, I, I often think that I, and I often say and write that this is the hard part that there, as far as heaven and hell, like this is the hard part. It gets better when we pass to the other side and we can review our lives and see what we've learned. Um, Mm -hmm. So we're, we're going through the, 
through the hard part, but we can also, like you say, make it our heaven on earth. We have to, um, and this is something I'm always working on, getting over fear and getting over um, um, just being afraid um, mm-hmm. and creating the life that we want here. Um, right. So we we can have heaven and earth, and it's it's a gift that we get to choose uh, how we want to to create this life here. Um, and I love the um, kind of the gu- the guide for being open, how to be open to open yourself to receiving signs, um, prayer, affirmation, meditation. So prayer, I always say like, you don't have to, I mean, you can talk to them out loud and you can ask for a sign, but you, they can hear you. <laughs> you can mm-hmm. say it in your mind. Um, and affirmation is, um, I, I love this too, because my mind can wander off and I can find myself thinking um, fear-based thoughts. So I like to come back to saying this, you know, coming back to, I'll go back to saying like, just thank you for everything. Um, and you say like, you can just go back to just saying love and it'll put you in the right frame of mind. Um, mm-hmm. And then meditation. Um, people think that, you know, meditation is just, just be sitting there saying om for hours, but meditation can be um, gardening or cooking or anything that quiets your mind and slows your breathing and, and makes you present in the moment. And, and I've interviewed people who've said like, you know, my, I'll get um, my one, one person I interviewed said so whenever she's cooking and she's concentrating, she's quiet, her mind is quiet, is when she'll smell her grandfather. Um, oh, wow. Or, yeah. So, yeah. so meditation doesn't necessarily have to be, I mean, if, you know, if people like to meditate for just sitting there and, you know, concentrating on their breathing, that's great, but it doesn't have to be that. Yeah, there's there's no wrong way to to meditate. It's really just mm-hmm. um, focusing, you know, and and bringing your awareness to the present. And um, you know, for me, um, part of my meditation, um, well, you know, I I love to chant. I, I make that part of my my morning ritual. But I also love to mm-hmm. exercise. Like for me, mm-hmm. pushing myself to that limit, you know, and just having that that rush of energy um, is for for me is. Um, helpful on so many levels it helps me sort of mm-hmm. release and, and and dump energy that's not that you know not for my highest good it helps me clear my mind and get out of that part of my mind um and, and really just allows me to be that clear channel mm-hmm. I'm the same way I love um like I love to run and I just I love just went to CrossFit I love CrossFit I feel like the time goes so fast but I'm so present and mm-hmm. um it's just like sweating it's such a spiritual experience and that and that it it clears my head, and some people um, people it, people assume that I love yoga. <laughs> I don't do yoga. <laughs> I've tried it, um, but I don't like it. It's just not for me. I um, get more out of CrossFit, but you know everything. Everybody has their own thing, but um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, for me, it's that's what it is. That's so funny. What kind of exercise do you do? You know, I I do pr- pretty intense boot camp style workouts. You know. Just, oh, nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got my I got my you know my fifty burpees in before this it, time right now. So you funny. know, and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, <laughs> you got to make time I, for it. You know. I feel validated. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That you also because, do that. Oh yeah, I I love it and it's when I don't do it that I feel kind of just a little bit cranky, you know, not like mm-hmm. not, yeah. in my, not in my flow. So it's really important yeah. for me to do that daily. Yeah. 
Um, so how did you decide? So the the other part of the book is, is all of these wonderful stories, and they were all yeah. so great. Um, how did you decide who's to include? You know, that's a great question. And there's so many other stories that I wanted to include that we, you know, it's just there wasn't enough space to do it with. Right. And um, it, it really it really went down to just um, talking about it, you know, having conversations, you know, talking with even my publisher, my ghostwriter, just kind of really going and, and seeing, you know, which stories do we feel are, are really going to connect with, with the reader? Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I really feel like I was able to go through um, a lot of them. I know that it's not all of them. And the reason for that is because the, the signs are unique to the individual, you know, mm-hmm. so it, it really depends on how the individual is going to respond to the sign and also maybe what the connection was to that person who is in spirit form. So, Mm-hmm. Um, it, it really, it really depends. I actually met someone um, about a month or so ago that was talking about her dad sends her paper clips, and then she she actually went into the explanation oh. as, as, as to why that happened. You know, um, but I it's funny that. because yeah, this, this morning, um, this morning when I when I woke up, my my partner was like, "Wait, why is the TV on? Like the the TV turned on by itself?" You know, these things are, are so common to me now. I just <laughs> I, I'm so used to it. You know that he's always like, "Well, who's that for?" And I'm like, "It's probably for someone later on today. It's it's someone kind of coming in early. You know, because they don't they don't see time and space the same way that we do. So mm-hmm. you know, it, it it's always happening uh-huh. <laughs> around us. That's so funny." Um, but, yeah, but you know, I I feel like um there like there was one story that that didn't make it in the book that I I love to talk about still. It was mm-hmm. actually connected with um with a group with an audience reading that I did about two years or so ago. And um during that reading, this woman's husband came through and talked about how he was going to send her a penny very soon after that experience. And Aww. she had you know she validated that yeah she always sees pennies and everything else. And then. She actually wrote to me afterwards because when she left that event to go have lunch, the the crazy part about this, when her food came out and was and was brought to her, there was a penny heads up on her plate that <gasps> just that you know I mean, how specific is that you know so there there's always a way and and when when they know that we're open to it so in, in that particular experience you know she left there with the awareness and the knowing of what that sign was going to look like. And he delivered right. it to her right away. So I think that's so amazing how I love they are that. Able. And what a situation, yes. like I, mm-hmm. you know, like you don't want to complain because it's a sign, but I mean, right. there was a penny on my plate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is the one time the restaurant could get away with it. <laughs> exactly. And I don't think she, I don't think she sent it back. I think she was grateful <laughs> and, it, and it moved yeah. her to tears, you know, and it was just, mm-hmm. it was part of that validation process for her. That's but so great. I, yeah. Everyone, everyone experiences them differently and what you were saying earlier about you know the need that we do not have to verbalize vocally for them Mm -hmm. to hear us like they're always in our heads and so Mm -hmm. um it's usually when someone's whether they're grieving or whether they're just focusing on that on that person in their mind you know and and maybe they're thinking like oh i really miss my dad today you know and Mm -hmm. then just 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 that thought in itself is being broadcast and so Right. That that particular soul is like, okay, what can I do now to make this happen to show to show them that I'm with them? 
And a lot right. of times, a lot of times um, it happens sort of when we're not really focusing on it, when we're sort of distracted or we're, we're, we're kind of in that subconscious area. And so an example of that is when we're driving, because how many times mm-hmm. have you driven and you don't even know how you got home? Like you were so, you were so lost in thought on that level. Oh, you know? completely. Autopilot. Yeah. That, oh yeah. And that's when they love to make that magic happen because we're not mm-hmm. controlling anything. They're able to kind of pop right in there. So I remember um, years ago when I was, you know, talking to my mom and just, and just asking her for this really, really just, I want a big sign. And um, you know, go, going through my own, my own earthly challenges. And the next day I, I get on the freeway and as I'm merging on, this car cuts me off. And I, before I could have a reaction to it and like become angry or whatever, I look mm-hmm. at the license plate and it was <laughs> customized. It was customized to my mom's name, which is Yvonne. I mean, that's so specific and it was exactly what I needed in that moment. And it just moves me to tears and I had this incredible um, feeling over me. And so, you, you know, really, truly, okay. um, when when we do put that intention out there, and when we when we do give them permission, but also give ourselves permission to experience that that connection, they mm-hmm. they deliver it to us. They do. Absolutely. You know? and I, yeah. Yeah. There's only one Avon license plate in California, and you have it. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> exactly. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, when you when we talk about um when you talk about they you know like they can you don't have to say it out loud they can hear you what do you say to people who are like that freaks me out (laughs) so john edward always says like bedroom and bathroom they don't care about those are earthly things they're not concerned don't worry nobody's watching you go to the bathroom (laughs) what do you say to people who are like i don't want my private thoughts heard by my (laughs) grandma (laughs) you know they they definitely respect that part of of us and they also it in a different light as well they're they're not seeing it the same way that we're experiencing it if that Mm -hmm. makes any sense so it's Mm -hmm. like yes we you know we we see them as light they see us as light so that's that's sort of how that connection takes place but they definitely have those boundaries you know so if you're having Mm -hmm. your private moments you know they 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 do respect it especially if you tell them hey (laughs) this is my private space right now you know give me my space they they definitely Uh respect those those boundaries um right and so when i say they're they're constantly with us you know that is a a loose term they're they're with us most of the time Right. And I feel like they don't, they don't care what we're like, like he says, bedroom, bedroom. they don't care about. Yeah, they, they it's, don't, it's, they don't. What matters is um, what you're learning and how, and how you're progressing on your, your path and um, giving yeah. us comfort and all of those things. Um, yeah. And speaking of, of earthly things, there were, there were two great stories about um, people who lost spouses and had reservations about moving. Um, mm-hmm. And, and I can understand that, that, um, you know, kind of like if I leave this house, it's like I'm abandoning my partner, um, even though, you know, they're, they're not tied to a physical place. They're with you wherever you go, across the country, across the world, across the, it, it, it's, it's beyond that. And, and um, they don't have ties to things like jewelry or, I mean, they do, but they don't, they don't care, I guess, is that the right word? Like, care that you're leaving this house that they were in that's not that's kind of right. ego-based and they don't care there's, if you leave the house 
absolutely. There, there's, there's no attachment to it. You know, the attachment comes right. from the ego and that's part of our mm-hmm. humanness that makes us human. It's wanting to mm-hmm. feel that connection. And that's why, you know, we've created, you know, like cemeteries and things along those lines is to have that, mm-hmm. that, that physical human comfort, but they're not there though. They're, you know, they're, right. with, they're with us. So that's why when people go, I, you know, I go to his grave every day. Well, of course he's with you because you're, you're there, but he's going to be with right. you whether you're there or whether you're on a boat in the Bahamas, it does not matter. You exactly. Know? Um, exactly. Yeah. And I really do think that as people um, find those connections and uh, build that language on their own, you know, with, with their mm-hmm. spirit committee, with their loved ones, that, the need to have the physicalities diminishes, you know, like maybe mm-hmm. wearing the necklace every day or maybe, you know, um, driving the car that they left behind. You know, those things become more distant and they, they really mm-hmm. do are, are able to focus on the love connection that right. really bridges that, that gap, you know. Right. I love yeah. the story of Mary and her mom and the hummingbird. Um, and I love that you made the point that her mom's not actually the hummingbird. Like, so I, my, my (laughs) grandmother sends me a fly and, and, um, like, I'll be like, oh, Graham, get out of here. And my, and someone will say like, you're spotting at your grandma. I'm like, that actually her Like it's her spotting. She's here. She's with me. And, you know, um, so we're mm-hmm. the type of people who we don't kill any butt. Like, I'll scream, like, there's a spider. My husband will, like, get a tissue. We throw it off the balcony. So we, like, don't kill any animals. So I never kill my, you know, like, flies that come to me. But even if I accidentally swatted the fly in my face, it's not her. <laughs> it's her son. No, and I love that you made that yes. point. Yes. The, the same way, you know, they, they have the ability of manipulating energy around us. So the same way that they're able to tap the electrical current, you know, to make the light mm-hmm. flash or even blow out sometimes because they're not even aware of how much how much force they, they're able to produce. <laughs> um, you know, for me, my one of my one of my mom's main signs to me has always been a white butterfly. And it's Aww. not just it's not just the white butterfly flying around me, which I, I do see daily. It's also um you know, uh, possibly getting on the road again and a car getting in front of me and there being a, a sticker of a white butterfly on the back of the car, like, or getting getting mm-hmm. a card in the mail and having that white butterfly on the card. There's so many mm-hmm. different ways of experiencing that sign. It doesn't have to just be physical in that sense, you know, with nature. Um, another right. way that um, that we have this sort of a connection this uh, is through numbers, you know, and I remember back in the 90s when we had pagers uh my mom would page me 143 i had a pager for about a month and she and she would page mm-hmm. me 143 and um i see it all the time i see it you know on receipts a lot on receipts my phone will magically light up at 143 p.m you know um, <laughs> the back of license plates and so that you know that's our code for i love you and it's it just yeah. it, it's so it's so cool it truly is just so amazing um yeah. how when when you recognize it, they will continue to deliver it to you. Right. And I love that you say, like, so if it was a white butterfly, it doesn't have to literally be a white butterfly at times. Mm-hmm. Like, like, it could be on the card, and that's still a sign. Um, and I love the pre-planned story with the blue feather. Because um, I did that with my grandmother. I was like, your sign's going to be a leaf. Like, we agreed on it. Um, so you say you know, you can agree on something, but you still have to be open-minded. Um, and in mm-hmm. that story, it, it 
you know, it could, it, well, in that story, it went to <laughs> the blue feather came to the two sisters who didn't believe, but that's okay. It was the, it, it changed their mind. They were the ones who really needed the validation. Yeah. And, and you know, you know, I, I've heard stories before of people having that conversation with their loved one before they, before their physical death of, what's your sign going to be, you know, and they might mm-hmm. say, I'm going to send you a hummingbird or whatever. And, <laughs> and what's interesting is that that's the, you know, that's the human side of them. That's the mm-hmm. ego side of them, but we always get what we need. So I right. would encourage anyone that if you have that agreement with your loved one before they pass and you haven't received that sign, definitely take stock of what you are experiencing because Mm-hmm. They are able to give you what you need to experience. It may not always be what what, right. what you want to experience. I know a lot of people want to have like the full visitation or the or the dream, you know. And mm-hmm. it's just not quite how it works. It, it's just it, it's whatever our it's whatever basically is going to serve our highest good on that soul right. level, you know. And those two sisters, the two sisters who did believe and didn't get the blue feather, I feel like. I mean, yes, they have to be open-minded. Maybe he's coming through in other ways to them, or he's not coming through to them because they don't—they don't need the, you know, like on, like you say, it's, they don't maybe don't need it for whatever reason on their evolution. But I also feel like maybe blue feathers came to them in a different way, like on a card, on a, I don't know, on a something. <laughs> in a, you know, it, it's, it's a so costume true. Store or something. <laughs> like they just, yeah. just keep your no, eyes it, out because it, it's. It, yeah. yeah, it happens. It happens in so many ways. Like, um, I, I know I was, um, I was reading for somebody yesterday, actually, and, uh, and her parents came in real strong, and they kept talking about the rainbow, I mentioned the rainbow, and that was a sign. And then she took off her jacket, and on her, sh- on her shoulder was a, a rainbow tattoo, actually, that she had made, you know, um, for, for them, because she knew it was a sign between them. So mm-hmm. there, there, there is something very um, palpable about the signs, you know, they, mm-hmm. they, they, they are, they are the, the language that we build with them um, mm-hmm. to have that comfort and to have that reassurance, you know, and again, a lot of people, they have a knowing, even if they're not discussing it or verbalizing it, they, they have a knowing of what those signs are. So it's, it's even right. more uh, amazing to witness when that validation takes place on, on that mm-hmm. level. You know, it's just it's, yeah. it's wonderful. Yeah. I love the stories of um, songs coming on the radio. Uh, there were a couple of those where they came on the radio on a station that wouldn't normally play that song. Um, mm-hmm. And it came out the perfect time when the person was, was in the car or was, was supposed to hear it at that time. And I always think, um, you know, we're all connected and we could be players in other people's stories. So like the DJ was like, you know what, I'm going to play this song tonight. And like that <laughs> DJ was being directed by spirit without even realizing it. So like these gut messages could be messages from someone else's loved one. Oh yeah. Who's directing oh, that absolutely. step. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we're we're all vessels for for that communication. A lot of times we just don't we're not aware of it, you know, and we're on autopilot. Right. <laughs> and when you're on autopilot and, and not not really in thought, that that's when they're able to give you that impression. And that's that's the that's the most amazing part about about our connection is that like you were saying earlier, you know, we all are we're all one and we're all connected mm-hmm. and we're all here we're all here to be of service to each other, even if we're not aware that that we're doing it. Right, right. You know? So, like, if I'm like, yeah. I'm going to make a left turn here instead of at the next block, for some reason, something's just telling me to make a left here. So so that maybe my 
So I'm directed, so my license plate is front, which means nothing to me, is in front of someone who it means something to. Yep, but, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how it, it happens. We're all part of we're all part of each other's stories. I love it. What do you say to someone who, um, you know, someone who's like, um, you know, you telling my sister, her sign is a butterfly. Um, mm-hmm. or you, this isn't my case, but if someone were to say this, like, you know, it's a butterfly, but I don't want, the, you know, like they're kind of resentful of it that like, I want her here. I want her alive. I don't care about the butterfly. What do you say to someone who, who's, is still in that place and feels that way. You know, I I send them love and I I, I give them that that comfort because that that tells me that they're still they're still in the grief space, you know, and mm-hmm. yeah. that 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 grief space can be there for a long time, you know, and so mm-hmm. everyone everyone grieves at their own in their own way and in their own form and. Um, so what I would say is that when the time is right, there will be a shift within that person's awareness and there, there will be a mm. time where they may be more open to receiving that and, and having that comfort, you know, but there's mm-hmm. people that, that, that will grieve for 20 years because the, mm-hmm. the, the, the pain was so, you know, strong, uh, but then something mm-hmm. happens We're we're always given an opportunity to have that shift. But we right. have to be willing to take that, take that plunge. We have to be willing to walk through that door, and that's where sometimes you know that that pain, that ego connection to us, likes to keep us in that safe place. So you know, I, I always say that you know never push someone further than they want to go. It has to be on on their own, um, on their own time. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Thank you yeah. so much. This is awesome. You're awesome. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Of course. I, I love um, I love discussing this, and especially with someone who's so open, you know, and to having your own experiences. So um, I, I thank you for giving me the time to have the conversation. Of course. I'm so happy. We were definitely meant to connect. Where can everyone um, find you? Your website is billphillips.com. Yeah, so my last name is spelled a little bit uniquely, so it's with mm-hmm. one L and two P's. It's P-H-I-L-I-T-T-S dot com. Um, and I'm also on Facebook and social media. I um, I, I do post um, daily inspirations for people all over the world. And um, I, I do travel the country, um, whether it's channeling different audiences or, or teaching workshops. Um, there's lots of different ways to connect. Awesome. And you're on... Um... Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Yes. 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 Awesome. Okay. And I'll put the links in the show notes. I can't thank you enough. This is so awesome. Well, thank you so much. It was was an honor. And I I thank you for allowing us to have this time together. Of course. And everyone should read Signs from the Other Side. And I'm looking forward to also reading Expect the Unexpected. So I'll put links to those in the show notes too. Oh, thank you so much. Of course. So have a great day. Thank you again. You too. Have a wonderful day, and thank you so much, and God bless. God bless. And to everyone listening, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe, and you can find me on all social media at Fern Roney.